We're married as fuck. Your name? Is that your real name? Do you have your daddy's name? When can I meet your daddy? Is your dad and mama together? How do you act when you get mad? Do you throw things? Do you cuss around? Do you beat up on people? I need to know, do you have a job? Where do you work at? How much money do you make? How long you been working there? Do you have a bank account? How is your credit? Can I see your credit score? Do you have a house? Are you living in an apartment? Do you pay for your gas in your car? Do you live with your mama Nim? I need to understand what you're doing, what you like to eat. Do you plan on being fine like that all your life? Or you plan on getting big? How many children do you want to have? Will you get upset if we don't have no kids? You plan on having an inheritance? Do you have insurance? Can you pay for your funeral if you were to die today? You need to know who you marry. And don't you dare get married to somebody talking about, I've never seen him angry since I met him. It is not time to marry that person. You need to see how he, how he looks. And you need to ask that woman, how you look without your makeup? Don't put none on tomorrow. I need to see. The hat you got on your head, is that yours or did you purchase it? And if you purchase it, is it paid for or are you in debt? I need to know. When you blink your eyes, are those your eyelashes or, or did you buy those from somewhere? I need to know. Yo, after the night, <laughs> don't leave your girl around me, true player for real. That's my nigga for real. When they figured out we came back this quick. <laughs> Married as fuck episode five. So five. Right back at them. So y'all know where we left off last time. She said that she was gonna put a pin in my little opinion about the Usher halftime show. Oh, so, yes. I mean, only fitting that we open back up with the guy. Right. Usher did his thing at the halftime show. I can't lie. You know what I mean? Uh, we'll get into that in a second. But I mean, overall, baby, how you feeling, man? Glad oh, to have great. you back. Happy to be here. Quicker than usual. <laughs> They're gonna be shocked. I didn't have to cook dinner tonight, so. <laughs> you see, I told you I had a little plan. We'll figure it out, right? So let's get into it. Straight into it, man. The Usher Super Bowl halftime show. I didn't feel comfortable even doing a recap on it without you being here with me. So now that we're here, I know we're a little dated, but at the same time, people have been waiting for our opinions and for you to hold me to the fire. So first, give me your opinion. How do you think you did? Oh, I loved it. I love the whole performance. I like the way that it started and all of the Vegas kind of thing that they had set up and the tricks and the 
all that stuff. And I love his performance. The only thing I didn't like is I couldn't hear him. His his mic was not good. Because I heard Alicia perfectly fine. But I think overall he did amazing. I loved it. I was feeling all of it. I know your mama loved it. Like, oh, <laughs> I think you have a video on your phone of how much my mom loved it. <laughs> I didn't realize. You said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record the halftime show. I thought you were going to do like all the kids at the concerts and like hold your phone no. up. No, I you fucked around. Room. Yeah, you got the candid <laughs> shot, so you just put it propped up, and then all of a sudden we hear my mom go crazy. You could just hear you don't see her, though, but... Yeah. Hey, she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was really good. I mean, obviously, you know, he's however old he is now, and uh, all those songs, you know, just kind of bring you back to a yeah. certain time, so I, I liked it. I think he did really good. Yes, he was sweating a little hard, but, I mean, hey, who wouldn't be on a stage like that? He's moving. And Alicia Keys, forget about it. She did her thing. I was, you know, when I seen that the rumors that she might have been there. Right. I, first thing I did was show you. You told me, yeah. yeah. I was like, I didn't want to believe it because I was like, in case you're giving me false information. And to me, I was like, okay, I'm glad that he's going to have other people there with him, right? He ended up having a good amount of people with him, so it was cool. But she definitely stole the show. Oh, for sure. And the red. Oh, the dress was, she was wearing. crazy, yeah, right? Because at first they showed the train coming off and the, the piano was dope as hell. Like, if you really just take a second to look at what she was playing. like Her was, vocals, though. Her vocals kill everybody. Um, You didn't really want to hear me time of. Well, before I even get to that, visually, as soon as it starts, I was like, okay, shut me up. Like, literally, I was sitting there with my notebook, taking a few, jotting a few notes about the game and whatnot for the sports show. Then yeah. when, when that came out, I started grabbing it because I knew instantly. As soon as I seen the visuals, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, and the performance started right there, right on the, like, 50-yard 50, yeah. 50 line or somewhere, like, right on the field itself, which I really liked. Yeah. So, to me, as soon as I saw just what they were doing with it, like, the people were stuck in statue-like mannequin-type stance, like, poses, I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to be different than the acrobatics and all the different different like all little the theatrics, pieces. I loved it. Yeah, he definitely did that. As far as the audio is concerned, I know that you were saying that you were kind of a uh, I didn't hear him as clear as I would have liked to hear him. You know what I mean? Even I, with me singing, I still wanted to hear him, Yeah, you know, come through. And it was kind of a little more muffled. So whoever was in charge of that most likely won't be coming back next year. <laughs> well, most artists who do, like, performance-based things, like, if they're moving and grooving a lot, they'll usually have a lot of backup vocals as far as what they call, like, a TV track. So, like, if Beyonce has backup singers and whatnot, but, like, most people, if they're going to go do Jay Leno or, or whatever, I'm hella dating myself. Jimmy Fallon, right? Like, they'll have a version where there's certain vocals in certain places. Right. I think because he was moving, if he's sweating like that, he's got to be breathing like crazy. So at certain points, you can't have him just... Nah, I don't know. I'm still saying it's his mic. All right. All right. I don't think it's See? his fault. It was, it was out of his control. I thought it was dope, though. Um, Alicia, her, uh, Jermaine Dupri, Will I Am, Ludacris, Little John. Obviously, I feel like Alicia sold the show. I know you do as well. Alicia and her, for sure. Yeah, but her, man. Seeing her come when out... it's hard though, uh... It was dope. Oh my gosh. Uh, now, since we're talking to Alicia and we're talking to Usher, everybody was talking about it. We're getting to it late, but I wanted your opinion. Yeah. You know, you always uh, keep it real. So Usher and Alicia on stage, what did you the see closeness? as far as did he do too much or was he on, on par for course for what was going on? Um, I feel like it to me, they're both performances. They are both, you know, it isn't like the first time they've been on a stage together or been performed together. They've had that history already. Um, I think it was a little bit touchy-feely, you know, but um, would I be like, oh, he needs to get checked? No, I don't think so. I think it was part of the song that they were singing, and if you've seen the music videos, they're very lovey-dovey in the video, too, so I wouldn't think it was inappropriate at all. 
I mean, Usher just got that stigma attached to him. Since he's right. been doing this show, he sneaks up on everybody's lady. Whoever's like front and center, he comes up, <laughs> spotlight, comes up, sweating, all the same. But he's got, you know, handsy. I saw in the beginning, he kind of like caressed the lower back, almost grazed the ass. And I saw Alicia, in uh, my opinion. Nobody's talking about it, but I felt like I seen her do the smack. I didn't say her doing the smack, but I did see like how she kind of was just kind of smiling along with it. I don't think it was, I don't think she was uncomfortable. I don't think he meant to make it come off more than what it really was. Like, yeah, I don't think there was a problem with it. But I overall, guess. I think it was it was really good. What is? But you didn't really tell me what you thought. To me, okay. it's like how could anybody else be mad if her husband and her like if, if Alicia and Swiss Beats are both saying this performance based? You know what I mean? Right. He even tweeted talking about y'all thinking about the wrong things. Yeah. These are two legendary people up here performing. Like it, you know what I mean? That Get just showed together. That just showed how dope <laughs> that their relationship is, where they could right. just be like, "This is business." You know what I mean? It is what it is, and, and keep it cool. She's acted in other things too, so. I'm sure yeah. there's some footage of her out there kissing somebody who's not her husband. It is what it is. In that kind of business, I mean, they know what, what the assignment was. It's the Super Bowl. So many eyes are on you. I was surprised that she didn't do something to take advantage of that moment along with that shit. But I know that that song stream probably went crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was rehearsed, so I'm sure it wasn't like he just sprang it on her. Yeah. Hopefully so what did you think of the whole performance, though? You really didn't give me a clear-cut answer. I can't lie. You said you weren't going to be impressed at all. Or you weren't looking forward to it. I was lowballing it because, you know, I think I just went to that Super Bowl with the hater mentality being the two teams that were playing and where they were playing. But right. overall, he, he shut me up. I said that <laughs> instantly when we were talking one to ten, I said eight and a half. And right. that's that's big nice. for me. You know, I'm usually on the, on the low scale as far yeah. as like giving credit to shit like that. But visually dope. Um, the song selection, I didn't think that I was going to like everything that you picked, but I have more more songs that I would have thrown in there than I would have taken out. So you can't right, be mad at that. All of what, 15 minutes or yeah. something of a performance. It's hard to, you can't please everybody. No. So, I mean, to me, it was like, there was nothing was to complain about. So. Yeah. I couldn't complain about nothing. So I was, I was happy with it. He did his thing. Shout out to Usher. The game itself, you know, it was, it was what it was. Nah, man. Some fell short. <laughs> I haven't heard a bang, bang in, <laughs> However long it's been, right? Where are we at now? February, damn near. At the All end I of heard February. Is it, was, it was it was rigged. It was rigged. Yeah, I was like, all right, all right. Well, but hey, I think it was a pretty damn good game. It was low scoring at first, and then all of a sudden the numbers started shooting up there, and I was like, wow. So I enjoyed it. Hats off to both of those teams. Yep, yep. Can't be mad at them. I was I wasn't mad at the Super Bowl. Good shit. Whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard a bang bang. So I'm just leaving it at that. <laughs> What about us? We've had a reason to celebrate recently. Matthew, our son, middle son, turned 16 years old. Yes, our oldest son. <laughs> He's our no, but I mean son. our middle child. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> our middle child. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 16. And, oh, my gosh. Bittersweet. Why is that? Because they're not little no more. And I don't got that, like, I officially, since Isaiah turned 13, don't have a little kid anymore. They're all teenagers and older and just, but, I mean, I can't be more proud of it more proud of him than he's just he's very how do you say it just his own self he exactly. is himself he does not go with the flow of other people like he just is his own self and he's so sure of himself and i hope that he he stays like that oh i know he will because you know what i always worry about is how the kids are going to transition from how they are around us where they're obviously comfortable Versus how they are like outside in the real world. Right. Their peers. And I'm sure he probably acts up when he's out. But I know that we 
instilled enough values and morals in them that they'll know not to act a fool at certain times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they got they got all that under wraps. I just meant more so like I I attribute a lot to it to their sports. Like Nalia was quick to go get into sports and then, you know, built relationships from that that are gonna forever stay with her. She still goes out with the girls from volleyball or talks to people from wherever, right? And like with Matthew wrestling, um football volleyball like i just love to see how he goes out there and puts himself you know in the mix of things and, and is just right. determined to get whatever he wants done done so you can't ask for more i'm very proud of him can't wait to see what he does going forward you know what i mean but i know uh gotta be sad so i have to slow down a little yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit i hear you i hear you because he's already like dang two more years and i'm like two more years so what two more years so to what tell me tell me <laughs> two years two more years so what he's like what mom i said you said two more years what, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to be 18 in two years. I said, Ann, what does that mean? Yeah, what do you think, what do you think <laughs> what is going to change? What, what do you, you know what I mean? I know for sure he's going to be the first one to fly the coop. I know it, and it breaks my heart. I think he'll <sighs> be the first one to come back then because our kid, I love that boy, but you know how, mom, mom. I know, mother, but. Mom. Because <laughs> he knows he can. Yeah, yeah, he knows of course. He, can, so he, has, he has that uh, ability to just. I don't know. I, I do anything for my kids, so and sometimes I shouldn't, but I do, because one day I won't ha- I won't be able to, and they'll be living their own lives. So I'm gonna enjoy it while I can. Yeah. But there's days where I'm like, Nah, bro, take care of it yourself. <laughs> we uh, we've definitely made them feel loved, and uh, and sometimes hella love makes entitlement. I'm a clear. Oh yeah, they 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 do have some of that entitlement. Not not anything severe or anything, no. but for sure I see it sometimes and I just want to like smack it out of them. But you know, what was going on yesterday? You were, you were cooking. I was cleaning. Uh, Isaiah comes and tells us Matthew's out. Oh, Matthew's out. <laughs> and he's get picked up. Mind you, this boy is like two blocks away from our house, maybe three blocks away from our house, right around the corner from his high school. And it's seven o'clock yeah. and I'm cooking dinner yeah. a little later than usual. And I, First time ever was like, oh, we'll tell him I'm cooking. He has to walk or he can just wait until I'm done cooking, which is going to be like a good 30 minutes. But then done cooking also means done eating and done. Right. And he was like, he (laughs) he walks home his little seven minutes. It took him to get home or whatever. I'm sure he stopped home. And he was pissed. (laughs) And I was like, Matthew, okay? He's like, yeah. I said, are you mad? He's like, yes, I'm mad. (laughs) I was like, okay. I said, okay. (laughs) That's okay. Be mad. I understand. I said, but I was cooking. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be days like that where I can't run and pick you up. You know, it wasn't it wasn't that cold. It wasn't raining. Like, you yeah. know, he'd be okay. He just got so used to me yeah. working my schedule around to be able to pick him up. I think if he was so, further, it would be a no-brainer. But the oh, fact yeah, that he's that sure. close is like, bro. Oh, yeah. It's like right there. Yeah. Like when he starts driving, there's no point to even drive to school because you're right there. But I'm sure he will you be. You know he will. I'm sure he will be. So being with that, you know, I think what what really hit him hard is it went from the whole celebrating him throughout the entire weekend for his 16th, oh, yeah. and then the very next day it's like, well, you know what well, I mean? It's 27th. Want, oh, that's, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That was You're it. 16, boy, you can walk now. <laughs> we fucked around and pulled the chair out from underneath well, him. My mom stopped picking me up at, like, I want to say fourth grade, fifth grade, for sure fifth grade. My mom stopped picking me up. I was just walking home. I think even third grade I was walking home. I wish that that was the case. I was my old situation was a little bit different, but as far as like later on in life, she wanted to pick me up. She should have just doubled back as soon as she dropped me off. I was a knucklehead. You're stupid. stupid. Yeah, you feel <laughs> me? I was dumb as hell. But um, speaking of his birthday, you know what I mean. He wanted to party last minute, sprung it on us. We're like, okay, we always move balance for our babies, so we made yeah. it happen. 
I want well, to shout out. Because we didn't know out. about the weather, and then we weren't really sure of, like, how to even, uh, we weren't planning for it. It was literally last minute. But, I mean, with that being said, I feel like everybody stepped up and did their thing. Yeah. Aaliyah went above and beyond with oh, decorations. Baby girl loves to spoil her brothers. Oh, yeah. As Especially much as she. Especially since yeah. she's been working, she just loves to just. But even more than monetarily, like, she was in the mix of shit. Oh, like, yeah, making sure, like, it's decorated nice and that he had what he needed. And, like, I was one tablecloth short, and she's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the store. I'm like, it's okay. People are already here. Like, it's not a big deal. It's just a tablecloth. She's like, no. <laughs> and like, she did, like, all the all the bags to, to hand out. She did all the setup yeah. and preparation. Canning all, her, all his friends' little candy bags. I'm like, babe, are you, are you too old to have candy bags? He's like, no, my friends like candy. <laughs> he's like just don't put too much save some bags in the cut you know I know. I mean? they were going crazy with it and then all right this is how i know we're good for a little bit longer than you think we had all the 16 year old boys here various ages i'm sure it's 15 <laughs> 17 whatever right <laughs> athletes at that right got football players whatever volleyball players wrestlers all in the mix right yeah and these boys are like uh we're gonna go to car street real quick i figured like maybe your friend got dropped off at the park or something right. what are you guys gonna do we're gonna go play pokemon go the whole herd <laughs> of them man just i was happy at that point i'm right. like cool you just see them and the and the park's right across the street so we can see them through our big window like yeah we can see they're just all looking down at their phones all in a little circle just like <laughs> catching pokemon you know what i mean like i didn't know if that shit was still cracking like that i didn't know either that's that's why i mean hey it's better them doing that on their phone than yeah than yeah you know, anything else worse things uh-huh. no <laughs> doubt so yeah. keep Keep catching that Pokemon, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely uh, want to thank everybody who came out, too. That was dope. It was yeah. on the last minute. So for the people who made the effort, thank you all 100%. Definitely yeah, made him happy time. to be surrounded by love. Oh, he was so happy. And Leah's like, dang, he's all talkative. And I said, yeah, he's feeling good. Like, it's his birthday. You know what I mean? He should always feel like that. And I sort of thank you because you, you helped, yeah. helped make his day that special. Oh, yeah. But he's also 16 going on 55. <laughs> he's He's like, yo, 9.30, are y'all going to clear up out of here? I know. He's like, I'm trying to go to sleep at 9.30, Mom. I said, I don't think no. people are leaving that early. He's like, I'm trying to get in bed by 9.30. <laughs> I was Who the like, hell says that at 16? Open all his gifts. He was ready to go. Yeah, he was. He's going to be one of those people who sends out invites, and it's going to be like, oh, party from 2 to 7. Like, And then he wraps <laughs> it up at 6. <laughs> yeah. I've got to clean up. <laughs> Looking crazy. Oh, uh, I can so I'm glad that they're at that stage, right? Because, I mean, it could be worse. In 2024, things are kind of crazy right now, especially the dating game. We've talked about this before. But I think courtship right now is crazy for a multitude of reasons, but I wanted to run this by you. I know a lot of times right now these clips are intended to go viral, so you don't know what's real, right? what's fake, whether it's... It still it's... brings up topics, though, which is good. Exactly. Still a discussion to be had. So this was one that went around the internet right now. It's a young lady who said that she was basically approached... I guess on social media from a guy that she hadn't known or maybe knows, but it's just an acquaintance or whatever. And he was like, Hey, uh, you know, I want to buy you lunch. So she's like, okay. He's like, what's your cash app? She sent it. And then so she knows him. I don't know if she knows him, but it's just through social media interaction. Okay. So he's like, what's your snap? What's your cash? Or app? What's your cash app? And she sent that shit right back right away. And when she got back, she didn't expect, but I want to play the clip and then get your thoughts. All right. Yeah, story time. So y'all please tell me if I'm wrong. So today this dude wrote me on Instagram and he was like, can I send you money? Let me send you money for lunch. So I was like, okay. I wrote him back and I was like, send it. So he wrote me and was like, okay, what's your cash app? So I sent him the cash app. Yeah, I just knew I was going to open my cash app and I was going to have at least probably about a hundred bucks. You get what I'm saying? Because like this, I eat and that's how much I spend on my food. 
Yeah, I opened my cash app and this man sent me $30. Yeah, <laughs> yes, $30. And I'm just like, at first I'm like, damn, like, am I ungrateful? Like, am I fucked up? Like, the feeling like, like, why the fuck would you send me $30? But then I had to ask people and they was like, nah, because I'm like, $30 is not even half a tank in my car. Like, what the fuck you thought I was going to go to Chick-fil-A? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out what, what, what did you think I was going to eat? It's like, when I go and eat, I eat full course meals like i order a appetizer a entree and a dessert and a drink that can't even get me two drinks like you said lunch though right what exactly. the fuck and then this man had the audacity to write me back and say uh let me get to know you that i why the fuck do you think i'm gonna let you get to know me and you just send me 30 dollars for lunch is you done so what do you think uh Okay, I have a lot to say about a lot of parts of that. So um, I understand that there's females out there and vice versa, men too, who love to be out there like that on their social, social media. So obviously he had some thought in his head that he had a window open if I send her a little money, you know, instead of saying, hi, how are you? Like, you know, normal conversation. He's like, oh, let me send her a little bit of money. Little did he know. Did she say 13 or 30? She said 30. Oh, 30. It's three zero, but she sure I made like that 30. shit sound 30 different. to me, if you hit me up and was like, baby, actually, you've done that. You've sent me lunch money. Yeah. And I send you lunch money, too. Last it's more like $20. I'm like, yeah. here, baby, lunch on me. I mean, because it's lunch. Like, and she's like, I have five course. Girl, do you not work? Like, where yeah. are you having five course meals middle of the day at lunch hour? Like, you're telling me. Better have some PTO <laughs> or some shit at that point, Like, right? that's wild. First of all, um... For her, him to be like, hey, let me send you some money for some lunch. And she's like, send it. Like, right there. I, I would have been like, oh, not nah, girl. You tripping. Never mind. Not even like, oh, you're sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that for sure. And then she opens her cash app, probably all hella happy and shit. And it's like, it was $30. You can do a lot with $30. Shoot, me and you can go both go to Chick-fil-A for $30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Shoot, go down the street, get some Mexican food. But she obviously... I don't know. Maybe she, if he sent a hundred, then she would have talked to him. Like, like, is that what you, is that what impresses you? How much the man is willing to send money? First of all, to me, it's repulsive that a man will send money to somebody he don't even know yeah. to try and feed her just to be able to talk to her. Exactly. That to me is disgusting. Like, bro, not even like just, it, it, maybe I've been out of the game too long that I don't really know how it works. That's just a game but, that, that women who are women don't play. Like a hundred is offensive to somebody who's, even if you're if you're sending it thinking that that's gonna be the door that opens for me, like to me, I'm like, what the fuck? So a hundred is mean, your price is she point. Like a is she a, like escort? Like you don't really know. Like she like, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to see. The, I have to go into her Instagram and I gotta scroll a couple of years and um, see exactly yeah. what it is she's putting out there for for me to give up thirty dollars. Because to <laughs> me, <laughs> I need to know. Like you know what I mean? To me, I need I'm to like, know. It's crazy because I said the same things. I was like, for one, men who, who you know, or feel like sending money to strangers is the route to go these days when you're trying to get a woman's attention. To me, it's like you're losing. You're playing a losing game. That's just creepy, bro. Bro, for and he one. he got a wife and kids. Who knows? I, I would really hope not. And or if that's his game, probably no, not. No wife, no kids, no yeah. girlfriend. And it's Nothing. just, you know what I mean? Just. Don't do that to yourself. If you're listening, if one of you are out there and they listen to this, do not ever put yourself out there trying to send $30, any amount of money to a girl. Thinking that it's gonna make you look like some kind of yeah, and then she said she was expecting a hundred dollars for lunch. I'm like, who you feeding the fucking office? Like, what's going on? Nah, she's trying to go get her nails done. Exactly. (laughs) At that point, she she was like, it's not enough for a half a tank of gas, but you asked for lunch. 
No, he he offered lunch. Yeah, exactly. But, but he, you know, I don't, I don't get, the, like I, the intent was lunch. If he was like, let me get you some gas <laughs> and sent you ten dollars, exactly. I'd be like, okay, now clown, bro. But for a multitude of reasons, why the fuck you send the money anyway? Like I said, to a stranger, that shit's just. But game. to me, actually, on, on another hand, on another like view at it, if I put myself out there on Instagram and that's kind of like you know the thirst trap I'm kind of throwing out there, and I want mm-hmm. you know some people to be attracted to that, and you're gonna offer to send me money, don't send thirty dollars. Don't send me $30. What? <laughs> Pardon? I'm saying if I was in that that type of individual out there like that. So you know. the 30s offensive for lunch. Calm down, sir. No, I, I no, need no, to no. know. Okay, let me let me let me retract that statement. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go grab my deuce. If, if, <laughs> talking like if this. you and I or me and somebody are talking, right? And um conversations are happening and we're getting to know each other and we like each other or whatever and then you're like, "Hey, let me buy you lunch." And then you shoot me $30. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That's really nice. But if you're just going to come out of nowhere and be like, hey, baby girl, what's up? Let me, you know, let me take care of you today and get you, you know, let me feed you. Da, 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 da. And then you slide through with $30. Then I see her point. Like, bro, what am I going to do? What, like, how interested in me are you knowing damn well that obviously she, she's open to him giving her money? Why are you going to send $30? It wasn't like bro sent twenty three ninety nine because he knew that she was by like uh, Chili's two for 20 or some shit. Like... <laughs> Look, uh, I don't know. Again, it I depends. Am. I mean, you're not going to go up into like a fancy ass place and expect to take $30 no, with you. But that's a date. On That's what I'm saying. Lunch, if you're working like, like you know, hopefully he's no, hoping, I'm saying, thinking she should No, but I'm saying obviously yeah. he's trying to come at her in a certain way. That's where just he, whack. You don't come out. If you're trying to be that person, like, oh, I'm going to give you money, baby girl, blah, blah, blah. And you're going to shoot $30? So you feel it's like no. going to Vegas with 300 <laughs> No. Like, what are you trying to accomplish here? <laughs> exactly. But if you're talking to somebody and, and getting to know each other and you all been talking for a minute and then you're like, hey, let me buy you lunch today. Like, you know, here, en- enjoy coffee or, or enjoy your lunch on me today. Then $30 is perfectly fine. Yeah. Like, no problem. Again, know where you're at so you can understand. Read the room, bruh. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I mean, shit. That just sounds so crazy to me. That's why I would never want to be in the dating game in I would always take $30 from you, just FYI, in case you ever need to know. <laughs> what the fuck? Was that directly to me? I'm just saying. No, I'm saying yes. Okay, to you. I was okay. I'm looking I, at you. No, no you were kind of looking eyes. off in the distance, like with no, a smile was, on and shit. I was but, looking yeah. at you. I'm saying, if you're ever worried about how much you need to send me, if I'm hungry, yeah, thirty dollars will suffice. Her cash app is uh, money sign happily home. married to a crazy motherfucker <laughs> who will run up in your shit and eliminate everybody. <laughs> My bad. Talking to you. Bro. Okay, I was just making sure. Ah, right, damn. Stupid. Inflation in Dayton, right? I guess it's all over Inflation. the place. I know, right? Can't 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 escape it anywhere. But Target's trying to help people out. I wanted to run this by ah, you. Let me some Target. See, Target, right? It's got a little uh, little French twist to it because it feels like it's a little more fancy, right? It's right. Not, it's not like uh, anything else that you know. It's not like the competitor of theirs, right? But now I want to ask you about this. I mean, how much are you willing to compromise in order to okay. save? Because this is what's going Compromising on. Compromising with Target. Exactly. Target's focusing on private label brands now. I didn't know what that meant at first, but I guess they're they're talking about their own store brand. Up and up. I assume that you know better than me. If that's what it is, that's what it is. But they're saying they're including, launching, and expanding over 10 owned brands with most items going to be priced at a dollar, aiming to um, attract, quote-unquote, cost-conscious consumers. Oh. A dollar. Um, maybe it's going to be like Costco. 
like, hey, we got good deals. Come in here. But by the way, you're going to be leaving spending $300, $400. Like, come in for the dollar items. But then you're going to need your body soap, your makeup, your deodorant, your paper towels, your everything. To me, this sounds like if bro would have sent the girl $7. <laughs> you know what I mean for lunch like yo you cover tax and if you want to upsize you know what I mean but like I don't know to me that's what separates things is when we go to Target we can expect to go inside the shit's gonna be well kept you don't really I, see it in disarray even like Black Friday clean. like how people work and keeping it's good I love Target it just the air seems better I don't know what they're pumping in that oxygen inside Target but it's the same shit in the I casinos can walk around. I can <laughs> walk around happily pushing my cart to me, every time I go to the drive up, because that's where I go for Target, I don't go inside that shit at all unless I absolutely have to, like gift card, last minute gift or whatever. But <laughs> I see people going in and out. That shit is crazy. That shit is popping like nobody's business, like a fucking bank on Friday or some shit. So I know they're making money. I just don't want them to get to the point to where now our go to spot is ruined because they're trying to attract everybody and it starts getting like the dollar store type feel. No offense to the dollar store. I fuck with the dollar store too. <laughs> Yeah, it's the go-to before, before the we, dog, yeah. Before the movie, other than yeah, that. Yeah, that's the go-to. But, I mean, when I go in there, I still look at, like, the 20-ounce Pepsi a little funny. You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa, that's the old label. Like, they don't even use that logo no more. ain't even that cold. Nah. Plastic ain't even plastic like that. I'd be having cold drinks. I don't Anyways, know. Anyways, what were we saying? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, are you willing to, to compromise what separates um, Stan from their competitor on Ain't this? nothing really going to stop me from shopping at Target, to be honest. All right. Nothing's really, unless, you know, I mean, they don't keep up with what they're keeping up with. I don't, I don't see any reason I would stop going to Target. Hey, I might like some dollar items because I am one of those people they're probably trying to get to that store. Little <laughs> do they know I'm already shopping there yeah. for for the other things that I'm not necessarily purchasing that I'm just enjoying while shopping there. Their carts, like you ever push their carts? It's smooth. <laughs> yeah, you ever push a Walmart cart? She's talking about they got wheel alignments. They be it, doing no, tire for rotations real. <laughs> for real. Next time you're gonna push the car, you're gonna see. I don't go in anymore. That's what I'm saying. Next time, seriously, their carts are like smooth. You know what's fucked up about clean. Target? I go in Target and everything just you like you said. You got that comfortability, right? It's like going to your family's house for dinner. Like you're gonna come in. You're not gonna get dressed up. You're just gonna be comfortable. I'm gonna right. be here for a minute. You go inside Target and you're like. You know what? I might need some new box of briefs. You know what I mean? <laughs> know it damn well. You didn't live longer in some shits that was way worse condition than what you got now. But you're in there. You're like, oh look, they do got my size. Oh shit, look at these undershirts. Oh, they damn. do be having some good sales. These socks though. are fluffy. Like right. you know what I mean? You start buying some dumb I shit. Don't leave that place without a loofah. And I always got to go down electronics aisle. I mean, just see. <laughs> I, just I gotta, peep what's going on. Got to throw the bait in the water. Like, hey babe, look at that TV. Even their books, their books will get me just because it's displayed so nice. Like. Yeah. I prefer to purchase from a small place or I get them extra cheap. They get me on Amazon, but mm, uh, the I'm problem. Like, oh, I'll buy this. But oh, Reese Witherspoon. Yep. We don't get it. I'm the worst with Amazon because I'm like, I don't want to go nowhere. That's not healthy. It's not. Like once I get home <laughs> and I kick off the, the work shoes and shit, the work boots go off. I'm like, yo, sweats in the wintertime with some slides. What's well, crazy is when you don't even realize what's showing up anymore. You're like, oh, it's a delivery? What is, let, me, let me open and see what it is I got. Because you don't even know what's showing up anymore. I'll just be happy when it has my name on it. And it's actually <laughs> mine. You know what I mean, every time it's new. I'll be forgetting Nolia. to change. To change uh, it's my name. And it just always has your name on it, too. Open it up. It's a new book. I'm like, this ain't for me. What the <laughs> fuck? It is what it is, man. Well, um, we, got, we always keep people in tune with what we're watching, what we watch, and what we think they should check out. So we want to kind of go down that again. Yeah. At least I do. We finished the Americans on Hulu. How do you oh, feel? Oh yes. And Jack and Casey, if y'all listening, we're not going to spoil all of it, so we know got to keep in mind. Uh, 
I might slip. So just maybe fast forward yeah, a hit, couple minutes. Hit that 30 second <laughs> joint four times. Um, oh my God, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I feel like it ended very well. You know, a lot of the times you watch a show and it ends on like, oh, that was hella basic or oh, that was like what you expect to happen. I really, really liked the way it ended. Um, I would say it was a good eight and a half for me out of 10. And for a series, that's pretty fucking good, right? Yeah, for sure. Because one thing with series, like I've said before, is like I prefer a mini series or a limited series because yeah. you get a very good story in a short amount of time where when they do season after season after season, they're trying to stretch it out so much. But I feel like the Americans keep your attention. Yeah. And we also learned a little Russian. Oh, everybody around us learned a little Russian. Yeah. We couldn't be in the house without <laughs> da. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are bad like that. Anything we watch, we incorporate the accent. Hella the bad. speech and then we just start running off like with our own shit I, I we mean. started talking filipino last night watching uh, that, that's not <laughs> even filipino i'm fucking it up like they're, they're filipinos <laughs> in hong kong i'm starting speaking some language that don't even exist i'm an asshole with that shit i'll be in the house i'm not gonna do it here because yeah you know what i, I mean? don't want to offend anybody i'm doing really good in singapore right now so i'm gonna hold it down <laughs> <laughs> shout uh, out to singapore you know what i mean shout out to y'all holding the motherfucking <laughs> confidence boost but yeah so expats um has Nicole Kidman um, and a few other actors that I'm not familiar with. We know Brandon T. I had to look up his name. I'm not going to lie. He's the uh, main Asian oh, doctor yes, on Chicago Med. Chicago Med. Yes. He does he, his thing. He plays a very good role in that. Um, Expats on Amazon Prime for those who are trying to keep it. Yep. Amazon Prime. We're on episode six. I can't even tell you. I We're running through it. We've only been watching like three days. Don't don't do us like that. <laughs> <laughs> we uh once once we find something, if we don't watch and then veer off, it's because it's doing its job. I right. feel like as much as I'm a hater of certain people, anytime you see Nicole Kidman on a series, it's money. I like her, even though she plays the same person. Yeah, in every fucking movie, Denzel show, everything she captures me. Like I literally, I feel like she's feeling those emotions. Like she is living that life. I just trust her selection. Like, there's certain rappers who I trust their beat selection. I know it's going to be ill production. If I see Nicole Kidman on it, I know the storyline's going to yep. be dope. Anything yep. we've ever watched with her in it, she does her shit. So, um, definitely starts off quick. Keeps your attention. Make sure to peep it, because I know next time around we're going to have some spoilers. Yeah, yeah. And, and you never know how fast we're going to come back. You see us this time, right? And speaking of spoilers, if you haven't watched Blind. Love is Blind. Oh, Love is Blind. I'm a little dyslexic. No. On Netflix too. season six, um, that's some craziness right there. To imagine just like, could you imagine us just only talking and not seeing like physical? I don't know if I could ever do that with anybody. But you know, to think about it, back in the day when we were little, or not little, young, you, I, I'm sure you've done it. The party line. <laughs> do you remember the party line? I know oh, y'all, all y'all remember the party line. Don't play me. Don't no, I, I play was on, me. I was on the party line. I know my best friend out there. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put her on blast. So we used to be on the phone. Her mom used to get pissed about the phone bill. Bruh. We'd be on the phone at the party line. That's why I wasn't gonna say anything about it. <laughs> my dumb ass did not know how that worked. <laughs> and if I would have, I still probably would have went a little crazy, but not as bad as I was. I was on that shit. Oh, you went crazy on there. Huh? I was going party line. I bet fucking. you were. I bet you were. Yeah, mm. we know. You're nasty. I've been told. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, so the party line was nuts. Definitely. Yeah, because you, it's basically love. Is, well, not, I wouldn't say love because it's more of like we're like young teenagers just trying to like have conversations and be all like 
whatever. Uh. But that's basically the same thing. You talk, and then all of a sudden, oh, want to go? Well, let me get your number and get a, go on a private line or whatever. And then you start talking. Oh, you to was them going private. That, da, 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 da. Oh, you was going private. Uh, going private, not showing my private. There's a difference between me and you. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> watch your damn self. What the fuck? I don't catch your strays. That's crazy. Anyways, that shit. That was that was uh, something our kids would never understand, right? I hope not. Shit. No, I'm just saying, like, that's something. No. I don't think they even know what that is, and I don't think I would ever bring it up to them. Fuck no. But we were literally on the phone, clicking in, clicking out at different rooms, kind of seeing whose voice sound good or whatever. But the problem or sound was age appropriate. As soon as a girl came in, all the dudes would start hating on each other. Oh, I remember. Shut I, the fuck up! Oh, shut so up! Much. Right. They be capping on each other to the point where I'm like, I got it. I got to get out of this room. That shit would be <laughs> like when the kids hop on the headsets to play the video games. Like I'm like, oh no, I can't listen to this and try to get my game off. Like what the that's fuck? hella funny. But that's, as, I mean, I know, yeah. But I love couldn't. is blind. I couldn't. I could not. I. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I could. I, we will never know. <laughs> we will not. We will never know. Love is blind concept though. These guys talk to each other through the wall. They never see each it other is, physically. I, I think it's like eight. Maybe 10 men. I don't know and because women. I hate and, getting like in. Um, they're in these pods, right? So there's the man and there's oh. a woman, and then you're essentially not necessarily speed dating, but you're dating these people. And of course, naturally, you narrow in on one or two. Um, Sometimes three or four, like some of them dudes was. <laughs> and you, it's the same old questions like, oh, how's childhood? What do you, you know? So in Love is Blind, they have to decide if they're going to get married in four weeks. If they literally fall in love with somebody, propose to them, and decide to marry each other. There's a few characters on there who I'm just like, I'm pissed because I was feeling some type of way about somebody. I ain't even going to name no names. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I just feel bad for him. He really is just looking for love. He's trying hard. That motherfucker pissed me off. Can we get a name on who this was so I can go rewatch really quick and skim through and find out what's going on here? <laughs> we watched that episode together. That's the problem is I don't even like getting involved in these shows because, you know, I feel like I'm, like, not supposed to. But then I catch myself there all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, hell and you no. start questioning who that? Mm, I don't trust him. Nope. Okay. Now, man, <laughs> help me out here, man. So once you start doing that, right, with your, with your wife, your loved one, significant other, whatever it may be, at that point, once you start talking to the screen with her there, Shouldn't she have the wherewithal to know that she shouldn't watch that shit without you? Shouldn't she fucking like, okay, look. First of all, bro, you didn't call. You didn't call it. I, you, I didn't bring it up, but you didn't call it. What I should say? Like, you don't gonna... have to call. What the f- <laughs> Babe. I watch it during my lunch break. That's crazy. Okay? You should have called me. I would have like put it on expats, my Netflix while I'm driving. Expats I was starting during my lunch break. And I'm like, you know what? No, nah, my baby going to like this. I'm going to turn yeah. that off, rewind it. I was only like two minutes in to excess. I'm like, nah. I'm at the stop. And sure enough, sorry, watching with you that night. I can't do that for everything. First of all, all I gotta say is snowfall. You did me dirty with snowfall. I broke my clavicle for snowfall. I was on fucking house arrest yeah, damn near. You watched the whole everything without I couldn't even get into it. You're already like three seasons in when I tried to watch it with I you. I told you I would have started over. Nope. No. I wouldn't. No. You know me. I don't watch things with people if they've already seen it. Ask my sisters. Every time we get together for a movie night, if you watch something, don't you dare fucking try and watch with me again. I don't like that. I want to be the first person you watch this with. You are sick. <laughs> I don't want to sit there and be the only person not knowing what the fuck's about to happen next. No. Wait and watch it with me. Or we don't watch it together. I'll watch it by myself. I walked in today like, baby, what's up? You pick up Matthew already? We're going to go pod? You're like, yeah, I look at the TV. Love is blind is on. She's talking about, it's already, we're out of time. And I'm leaving alone. I'm like, 
What the fuck? <laughs> they were just getting to know each other when we were watching. Now look at Isaiah. He's in the same boat that I was. He's over here like, what? Her? I'm like, Damn. I feel bad for him. Yeah. And then I look at you. I'm like, really? You watch it without me? You're like, you didn't say anything. And then I'm like, with another man? <laughs> what did Isaiah say? He He's said, like, I got a I girlfriend. Have a girlfriend. <laughs> I said, and you're my son, bro. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I just, any, any opportunity he gets to say he has a girlfriend, he's going to say, I got a girlfriend. Mm. I got a girlfriend. Wait till you get married. Boy. My wife. My wife. It was Saturday, Sunday, and I was like, baby, okay? He's like, I just miss my girlfriend. I was hey, like, oh, hey, shit. Hey, don't put that out there. He ain't trying to be exposed out here. What if she listens? <laughs> but yeah, love is blind, so I mean. what for sure, and I'm pretty sure I'm late on the game of that because I've seen, like, people already talking about it. Uh, I just happened to fall upon it. Like, oh, let me see this. Because we did watch the first uh, season, which is with the Lachey's. Do they, and do they show them why, anymore? Not a lot. I think in the beginning and then maybe toward the end they will. But I'm only like halfway through. Okay. But um, Nick Lachey and is it Vanessa, his wife? Anyway, so the Lachey's yeah. be the one toasting it. And I think it's a good concept. I think it's very interesting kind of seeing how people start to like each other. And there's a couple of times they open the doors and they see each other. And I don't think they're actually feeling each other how they pretend and they feel in each other. Because physical appearance, physical attraction, I feel like is... Mm, at least a good 40% of it. 40 only? I would, I'm saying if you don't know them at all, like oh, you, okay. you just conversation, they got to at least hit certain things on your list. It's all starting to make sense now. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't, I don't know. Well, it is what it is. I guess I'll wait till season seven. I'll stop watching. I'll wait. No, for I'll call dibs. It's too late. I don't like watching something when somebody already knows what's going to happen. No, I'm not going to rewind. I said, I'll stop. Oh, that's and crazy. continue watching. That's you. crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna go rewatch Snowfall. Any moment we have some free time, like oh, an asshole. Right. But uh, something I want to watch. I don't know if you're gonna be into it, but um, people are talking about it like crazy right now, and I kind of just want to peep it. There's a Lifetime documentary on Wendy Williams. A lot of people oh, know really? her. A Lifetime. Yeah, I love me some Lifetime. So people know Wendy Williams from her talk show, but she was like a staple in New York radio way before I was. A How fan. you doing? Yeah. <laughs> So she was the woman over there, right? Like she ran shit for whatever the time slots, the major time slot in New York radio. Now they she got a, a hustler. She oh was yeah, a hustler for sure. I knew that shit was kind of crazy the way that they were like she's on a hiatus, and then they had guests like hosts, and then all of a sudden it was a host that was going to take over. Then it wasn't the Wendy Williams show anymore. Then I think it just disappeared. But they canceled it. Yeah, four parts, and um, I knew that she was dealing with some health issues when that viral video went out. She was passing out mid, you know, taping or whatever. That's not a live show. So for them to show that, I was like, well, is this for ratings? Is like, what's going on? Whatever. But then now come to find out she suffers from dementia and aphasia. The same thing that Bruce Willis is going through. That's the aphasia joint. I'm not sure what it does, but I think it's all cognitive, like mental, uh, mind, neurological. Neurological things. Yeah. Oh, that's the scariest fucking thing. That's so sad. People are saying like halfway, they're half and half. Some are saying it's sad that, you know, to see her come to this uh, point. And other people are on the complete opposite side. I think it's a little bit disgusting, but I mean, they're calling a, they're calling it her karma for shit that she's done in the past. I know that she was like a tabloid talk show. Right. No, oh, she's talked shit about a lot of people, but she stands behind it. Yeah. She ain't, she's literally, that's a career path she took and she did a damn good job about it. Like the most random people I know be loving that her show. Like, I'm like, what? This, like, just, I've liked it, the episodes that I've seen. I've seen quite a few. And it's exactly what she's doing. What she's trying to do is grab your attention and talk her shit. 
just like you be doing, just like I be doing sometimes, like, you know, talking that shit. So you can change the channel. You ain't got to watch it. But I feel like she might have said some hurtful things about some people. And you know what I mean? To me, I feel like if you're an entertainer and you're in that lifestyle, somebody's going to do it. Nobody, exactly. nobody holds TMZ to the fire like they should. They do ultra foul shit. Get get photos of of celebrities and right. But that's TMZ. It's a whole it's a whole company as opposed to one particular person. Yeah. When you, when you think of her, it's, you just see her face. You don't see the team that's behind her. So people so. were calling out the fact that she exposed the fact that some people's uh, like spouses had uh, cancer before even some of the family members knew. So to me, that's well, someone kinda, else had to leak that information in order for her to find out. So yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. But I don't. I, I, to me, it, it sprung the question like, at what point, or what does somebody have to do for you to no longer have any empathy for them? Because that seems like some people's stance on this. Um, I'm a very sympathetic person, empathetic person, but I feel like once it's something to, if it's hate, if you're spreading hate. That I can't. Or if you're harming mm-hmm. people, like harming them, and I can't. Like, I just can't do it. With me, I mean, I took it a little more personal. Like, I don't really care what's going on in the media world for the most part. But, like, I, to personalize it, any kind of disrespect towards my loved ones, my family, of course, there's no coming back from that. Right. But then if it's, like, on the outside looking in, I think any type of... um abuse or 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 any type of harm given to people who can't really help themselves in certain situations right like the young the elderly of course like crimes against women like i don't fuck with any of that but as far as empathy is concerned i just kind of i'm half and half with people like i know she did foul shit talking wise right and put people on blast but for you to look at somebody dealing with this and this the fact that they look at it like this is something that should be recorded put out and monetized, like you gotta think about it. That all all the way around, I'm like, this is this is crazy for people to. It be. is crazy. I think so. But at the same time, would I would I stop and look at something involving her, like that video? I've seen that video of her having like some kind of mental thing happening. I watched it. Someone showed me, and I have also looked it up and showed somebody else. Like that's part of the sick <laughs> sick world we live in, right? Yeah. But at the same time, am I a bad person for that? No. I wouldn't necessarily say so. Is it a waste of my time? Of course, because, you know, you should, everybody should mind their own. But again, we take interest into these people who have made such a big name for themselves. And, it, you know, yep. someone we're familiar with and you hear something about them, like, oh, shoot, I want to go see. Just like that whole little spoof about CeeLo Green blowing himself up. Yeah, that shit's crazy. I don't know how quick I went to go look that up. And it was fake. Yeah, <laughs> so. you were looking that up. I was looking at my phone. I think I had an Android at the time. I was looking at my shit like, hold on, I'd be sleeping next to this shit on the charger. Like, no party line on this bitch. And I was like, and I still felt bad. I was like, oh my god, look at him spinning in the chair. Like he, it was like that. That what made me mad is he was spinning. His legs were dangling. His legs. I'm like you deserve to fall for that, motherfucker. Like get you yeah. a lower chair. But as far as karma, I I am one to also believe in karma. I feel like what you put out is what you get. Yeah. Does anybody deserve to to live a life? With a, a a disease like that? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's, you need to have mercy and kindness no matter what. Unfortunately, things like that are going to happen. Nobody could really be absolve themselves from illnesses and diseases like that. If it comes, yeah. it comes. But I feel like the way that you react or treat people in them instances 
are going to be things that you might have to come come in contact with later later down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it be you when you feel like you could deal with it or, you know, God forbid, a loved one where it's going to hurt you even more than your own. Right. So I don't know. They always say watch the way that you treat people on the way up because inevitably you're going to come down and see those same faces. So hopefully, you know, people get their shit straight. But um, thoughts and and prayers with Wendy and her family uh, on all that. For sure. And we'll be watching that. Yeah, I want to check yeah, it out with you. all about that. For sure. Let's get on some happier things. Let's jog our memories one time. Jog our memories. You oh. know my memory ain't that good. Well, hopefully you can remember three times with me, or three times together. Whoa. That were your happiest or some of your favorite moments. Oh, okay. Top three. Three. Me- okay, hold up. Three memories of just you and I together. Just together. and You could be okay. with other people, but together in general. Okay. <laughs> Shit. It sounds so bad. Okay. Um, three <laughs> times. Just overall, like, if when I think about our relationship and moments together. Three times when me and you were together that are memories that are some of your favorite. So in person. Um, oh, shit. The night we we had our first official date at the San Leandro Marina. Yep, yep. I mean, I love, that was, that's number one for sure. Yep. I remember what you were wearing. I remember, I remember the whole night. Yeah, as do I. That was that was a that was a good. I remember That's watching from day like, two yeah. night, waiting for your ass to get there too. <laughs> the street lights are on. Oh shit! That was that was false advertisement. You waited for me for three hours. The lights on my dash got brighter, and I was like, "What is going on here?" I'm surprised your battery didn't die. Wow! But that for sure Shots is number fired. one because we just sat and talked and talked and talked and laughed and talked and talked and talked. That for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Second, you said three, right? Second one, uh, our honeymoon in Mexico, for sure. Any specific moment or just in general? Because I, I feel you I feel that. like when you are with someone you love, like the way that we love each other and the way we uh, just vibe on so many different levels, and then you put us in the middle of nowhere. We don't know anybody. We don't even really <laughs> speak Spanish that very well. But um, we made... A lot of really good memories by just like going out and just making an adventure of the day and just kind of seeing where we where we end up. Completely. Uh, going and seeing different parts of Mexico and doing the little touristy things and just being with my person the whole time. Like that was I'm always gonna remember that. Me too. That was such a beautiful time of our life. So yeah. Oh, I miss Mexico. Okay, third one. Third one. So we have so many memories. I can't even just like narrow it down to three. But if I think of us, like you and me, it would be you, me, in the car, late night. Mm. See, laid back a bit, music playing, and just kind of vibing to some music playing and, and conversations and, mm-hmm. and the night sky. Yeah. That, those days, those nights. Definitely like That's those That's like essays. my memories. Love it. What about you? For me. You um, me all sappy over here. Yeah, no, I love it. Shit. Damn, those are, those, those are like, we've been either what, going on nine years. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it was just yesterday. We look at pictures That's sometimes wild. from our memories and we're like, damn, we looked like. That's wild. Young as hell. Oh, we looked hella young. We thought we were old. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and right now we're still young and we still be like, oh shit, we're old. Really not. 
For me, no particular order because I could honestly say these would all be like one A, B, and C. But um, walking into our home together with the kids. Oh yes. When we finally got to that portion of our lives where Moved it was like together, no separation, no talking on the phone, stay a little longer, damn, you know, waiting for the weekends. Like I walked in backwards recording, like just trying to see their reactions. And despite whatever their reactions were, it was more so selfishly for us to be like, damn, finally. Yeah. Our four walls in a roof, right? Like we're all together. There ain't going to be no see you later or, you know, I'm, I miss you. Like, nah, this is us. Our home. Yeah, that that definitely That's was a good one. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, and then uh, I guess cliche or an obvious one, but definitely when we were pronounced husband and wife, just based oh, off because because our backs are too like beautiful <laughs> scenery, but in front of us, all of our loved ones and the ones who we wanted to be there, and it was like That's true. As much as their presence meant the world, like when that moment happened, it's almost like everything else is out of focus, and you're just like, damn, like in a good way, right? Like you're like happy, like. <laughs> I think we even, like, raised our hands or something, and it was just, like, I don't know. Oh, that is a good one, too. And then third, definitely went to Mexico with you on our honeymoon. And I might be a little extra sappy. I don't know. But when we went on the tourist thing, and then we ended up at the cenote, the, the warm spring, right? And we go through all this shit, and we're debating, like, are we going to jump in? Are we not? Are we going to do it? I was terrified. But we go out of our comfort zone. They're like, you got to put on a safety vest. And then we get in the line, and then we get to the line, and little kids who are, like, tiny. It's okay. Jumping off the cliff. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. You'll be fine. And they're hopping in, and I look at the fucking lifeguard, right. and he's, like, all of 100 pounds Half wet with size. boots. Yeah. I was like, how do you know my life vest works? <laughs> He's like, if not, I'll save you. I was like, uh. <laughs> At that point, I almost threw his ass off to see if he was about it. <laughs> but nah, I remember jumping first. And that was even something that normally I wouldn't do. But it was like, I got to set the tone for my right. wife and for my so wife, scary. right? Like, that was new. And then hopping down there and barely, like, getting the water out of my face, but then seeing you jump. And to me, that shit just, like, symbolized, like, us leaping together into something new that's oh. out of our comfort zone. And me being down there, like, oh, I got her. I got her. Yeah. And whether what was going through your mind or not, like when you jumped, I felt like, oh, she knows I got her. Yeah. And that just set the tone for the rest of, you know. Oh, baby. You see, I mean, <laughs> not all attitude. <laughs> but yeah, those are definitely things. <laughs> you feel me? But those are yeah. things I'll never forget. Like, those are definitely my top three as of now. And there's I so would, much more that we're going to build and do together. So I would say those are for sure memories or days that I will run past my mind and bring a smile to my face for sure. Definitely. Like if just random moments of my life, I think about like, Oh, that was a nice day. Yeah. I always want to continue to do that. Be with you, be with the kids and just see something we've never seen. Right. That's always and that's why, like when we do, the, we do do things together and then we go back to our nine and five and we have to, you know, get up for work and get up for school and, you know, do the routine things over and over and over. But then we, Come together and we're like, we know why we're doing this so that we can have those moments so we can go and enjoy life or we can even just, you know, even be able to do this together. Exactly. I mean, That's we a, should have that. It's definitely a good transition because I wanted to ask you, like, those who have been listening to Patreon and regular episodes, I've kind of been transparent and holding myself accountable as far as, like, if I'm doing a good job, work, life balanced, and on top of that, work and personal life balance, like, because I... I I do the nine to five. You do the nine to five. We come home and then I got extra shit on my plate. I'll do the pod or I'm, you know, dabbling back in the music. And I've been kind of like trying to check myself 
not only on, on shows, but just in general, like, am I doing a good enough job of doing the balance when it comes to us time to inside being present with the family? And, and I could be hard on myself, but nobody's opinion matters more that. than yours. Yeah. Oh, you're asking me that right now. Okay. Well, um, be honest too. I mean, Oh, of course there's no reason not to be, but I think you do very well managing time better than I do. I feel like um, there were times where you were going like a little, little heavy on the potting and, you know, the outside time of being in your, in your space and kind of just focusing solely on what it is that you had on your mind and on your plate and all that. And I, and I know I've um, brought to your attention like, Hey, and you completely switched your schedule for me. Or it was like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Again, comes back to communication, right? Definitely. Um, every week's different though. Right. Yeah. Cause some weeks where I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm a hundred percent. Let me do this, do that, do that. I got all this. You know what I mean? And then there's weeks where I'm like on the couch and like, don't, don't trip, just relax. I'll take care of this. I'll take care of that. So it isn't necessarily balancing, like giving this much time to work and this much time to home and this much time to my wife. I feel like you're doing very good at monitoring all areas. Um, I know for sure we need to make more time for each other. Definitely. So, I mean, I know no matter what, we're parents, and that always comes first. But I think it's very important in every relationship to have time for one another. And I think we've been doing that even more so lately, which is really, really good. Um, but it's hard. It's hard balancing work, kids, life, emotions, right? Because mm. that shit's always everywhere with me, with you. And the balance balance plays a lot into that, too, because if we feel like when we do do the inside person like together time, if we don't have enough that's devoted to just us, then, of course, you know, the routine starts to play, it takes its toll on us. Right. But then, like, I think for me, a lot of my, especially lately, Mm -hmm. um, I say in the last year or so, I'm having that mom guilt a little bit. Because I'm like, because we'd have like our date nights or date nights and it started, like our date nights started, kind of got pushed to the back and then wanted to do this, wanted to do that with the kids because I feel like I'm trying so hard to hang on to them and spend every moment. Like the other night we were supposed to have us night mm-hmm. and go do something and Nalia is like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to be home. Her instead. plans, I'm not, her plans yeah, fell through. I'm, I'm going to be home instead. And so I was like, oh, and you instantly read my face and was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, nothing, nothing. You're like, just tell me what's up. I said, well, Leah's home. Matthew's going to be home soon. Isaiah's home. Maybe we could just do a family movie night instead. And you're like, all right, that's fine. And I felt so bad about kind of putting you on the back burner and putting our family, like doing the family night first. Um, You're being polite to me, though, because I definitely hit a, I fucking knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Even if I didn't say effing knew it, right? Like I let something on you like, see, and I'm like, no, it ain't that. It's just, I agree with you. Like, at this point, I think the reason why why you feel that way and, and are having that type of feeling is because our kids are growing up and they're getting older and they're having their own personal things and agendas and right. they want to go do this with their with their boyfriend or their girlfriend. And so now when we do have those moments, we for sure got to take advantage of it. But then I'm just, you know, I feel like the best way that we could be the greatest version to them on those times is to also make times for ourselves. Yes. So that we're at a spot, you know, emotionally happy wise. Like, like we're filling each other's love tank too. Yeah. And it's a little cheesy to say. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, we we definitely, um, we had communication about that. We spoke about it. Yeah. 
Because we are more than just parents. We have to make time as husband and wife, which there's times where we make a lot of time for that. And there's times where we're like, oh, shit, like we haven't been on a date in a minute. Like we haven't even had conversation in the last, you know, three days or whatever because we're constantly doing this and that and mm-hmm. whatever may be happening. But um, it comes down to just talking to each other, communicating and saying, hey, this is what I need. Yep. Like straight up, me and you are very much like, hey, this is what I need. Like, and you probably telling me a little more than me telling you, like, hey, we're going to have to, you know, make some time to, you know, go on a date or spend time together or find a weekend to get away. And, you mm-hmm. know, because, um, again, it's putting us in a different environment. We're like re falling in love with each other over gotta, and over and over. We're going to keep yeah. having that flame going, that, that desire for each other, which also, um, is good to not always. I think we went from like always being everything together for like several years. Like I want to do this with you and that. Like we were never separate from each other. Like we mm. were always together. And then it slowly started being you doing something, me doing something, work, and then more with the kids getting older. And now we're kind of like, okay, we need to get a little bit more of that. Yeah. As time, but it's like, yeah, they're just getting older. So. I mean. Kids or, or, or no kids involved in that equation, like, it's just difficult when you do the Monday through Friday and when you're both focused on getting things done and when you're both, you know, dedicated or prioritized your, your job as well. Because we know that without taking care of business where we have to take care of business, we're not right. going to have no means to an end or ends to, to get to the right. means. So it all it all plays and into I, that. I think I was very bad at a moment where I was, like, doing too much work. Like, I was working six days a week, and I was like, you know, oh, I have to go take care of this. I'm going to go take that. I'm going to be, you know, just a few hours, and I'm gone for, like, you know, majority of the time. And then I and then I come back, and I'm so burnt out from work that I'm like, I can't be the best mom or I can't be the best wife. So I've slowed down on that. And, again, you, you talk to me and tell me, hey, you're doing too much. Because to me, on the man aspect of things, mansplaining, as you say, <laughs> like – our mentality is like, what if, you know, is it, is she worried about, like, it's, it's different. Some people are worried about money and bills and things stacking up, but with you, it's work. You don't want to have things un- incomplete at work to then get back on Monday and feel like, oh, this is a three day weekend. I only have four days. I didn't do as much as I could on Friday. I didn't yeah. go in on Saturday. Like you're so devoted and dedicated to your thing. And me on certain days where I'm like, damn, do I leave a stone unturned on a Friday? Do I have to get up and go on Saturday? Like, that's a blessing and a curse in a way because, I mean, we, you and I both have jobs and, and, you know, we're in situations where we're happy to go. Right. We're blessed. Yeah, blessed, of it. which is very rare. And um, so I get it. But um, it plays, it takes a toll because I'm like, damn, is she worried about money? So it'd be like, babe, you know, I, I got, you know, I went. Yeah. I got some extra hours this week. Like, it's, it's good. You know what I mean? Do you, you know, do you need a little help with your personal things? Like, hey, and a couple like, times you're like, I'll, I'll give you the money if you just stay home. Yeah. And you're like, like it, it ain't about that. that. I didn't do this. I didn't, I didn't do that. I didn't I'm finish, like, finish. I didn't complete. I don't want to go to it the next day. Like, I want it to be done now. Like, yeah, that's yeah, why I'm like, oh, so, so you're off at one, right? Bring home some food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it is what it is. But yeah, it's, I, it's very important to make time. Yeah, it is. And, and, and changing it up and don't do the same stuff all, you know. That's one thing we try to do the most is try and change it up a bit. And because you don't want to get bored, you don't want to get bored with somebody. And that's, I think, in a marriage, that's like one of the things that I probably speak or talk about the most with the girls I know or, or, or people who are in a relationship. Like, how do you guys keep it so, you know? And they're like just making time and changing it up. Like, I always like to know what people are doing because there's no way you go to work, you come home, you just spend time with each other. Like, you have to 
put the extra yeah. into it. Like, like and just even like randomly grabbing them and hugging them and kissing them. You know what I mean? Keep it alive. Yep. Because if you turn into roommates, that's not good. No, you never want that. And that's you know, unfortunately, I think that's where a lot of things uh, go wrong. But with us, it's like I'm not. If I'm gonna do a reset, it's with you. I don't see no ever instance in my mind where it's like you know doing this again this is this is like as far as you know when certain people are, especially in this day and age where they look at marriage like it's just a an arrangement with me it was right. like nah this is this is for for real right. like like i don't i don't waver in it i don't look uh, i don't look around and feel like oh is the grass greener over there like nah yeah. I'm in charge of making sure that the landscaping over here is top tier, so I don't worry about and, none of that. And shit. do you think that comes with age, or would you say that just comes with being in a certain type of relationship? That, because I know back in the day, you used to worry, like, oh, what about, what if that, or what if this? But I feel like in our relationship, it's just so comfortable. Like, I ain't got to worry about certain things. I think it's a combination of things. I think, for one, it's age, it's maturity. For two, I think, actually, for one, it's who you're with. Do you... Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Do you know that that's your person? Are, is your puzzle complete with that puzzle piece? Like, that plays number one factor. Because if there's any doubts in your mind, even the most loyal of men or most loyal of women, if there's any doubt as far as that is concerned, are susceptible to going, you know, veering off. Yeah. So for one, I feel like if you know that that's your person and you're so locked into where it's like, oh, no, I'm not going to do this again, even if it comes to the uh, to the detriment of my happiness in the future. God forbid, you know, she ever wants to walk away from me, then I'm not looking at all oh, round two. Like, it's it. So to me, it's like, no, I'm going to devote myself into this. And then for two, I would say age, maturity, and have you gotten through your phases in the past? Right. Like, we joke on my past, oh, you were this or you were that, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm good off of it. You were though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. God damn. What the fuck? <laughs> Like I'm good with all that. I don't have any any uh questions that are unanswered. Like I know that I've gone whatever routes that I've done in the past and now I know that where I'm at is a whole different path. Like we're on a whole different map. And I'm and I'm happy with that. So to me, I think it all plays into a factor, but I think um I I, I said it before, I'm not sure if somebody said it before, but I feel like love takes work, but it should never be a task. Yeah. Like, if you feel like it's tedious to, to clock into your loved one, then that's yeah. a red flag. But if you feel like it's work that you're going to do to make sure yeah. that they feel how they should and you feel how you should, then you you're good. You want to be happy when you get off work. You want to, like, look forward to, be like, oh, I can't wait to get home, see my husband, relax, hang yeah. out, you know, chill. Oftentimes, I feel like people, you know, they're like, I need to get away. But they're not talking about together. They're like, oh, you know. That's wild, yeah. So, to me, like, I know that we're not that... In that boat, because every time we're separate from each other, we're like texting each other. Yo, I wish you were here. Like, fuck. Attachment issues. Yeah. So, I, oh that, my God. That brings me here. This girl's trip clip. 46 year young lady is talking on her socials and she brings up the fact that everybody's talking about girls' trips. She's like, when did this shit come around? I don't remember no girls' trips. My grandmother, my, my mother didn't go on no girls' trip. It made me think about you and about me. So, I want to play it and then, you know what I mean? We'll do what we do. You know, as a middle-aged woman, I get on social media sometimes to kind of give like my viewpoints and things I wish I had known 10, 15 years ago as a woman. But sometimes I have questions of my own. One of them is, what is the point of a girl's trip? I honestly do not understand it. Now, I know I'm a loner. 
I'm an introvert. I get that. I don't even have any friends, but <laughs> if I did, I still don't think I want to go on a trip with him. I like to be taken care of. I like stuff to be paid for for me. I got heels on, hold my hand, make sure I don't fall, open the door for me, pay for it for me, find me a chair while you go find us a table, you know, whatever the case may be. Like y'all want to be passenger princesses, but you want to go out with all queens. How can I be a queen and be taken care of like a queen if I'm out with only other women? I need my man on my vacation. I, I thought part of the reason uh, or the benefit of a vacation is to engage in certain adult activities in, in a new locale, if you get what I'm saying. I can't do that on no girl's trip. So somebody please help me understand. Because girl's trips were not a thing back in the day. I'm 46. My mom ain't never went on no girl's trip. It just wasn't <laughs> a thing. So maybe I'm missing something. So younger women, can y'all chime in for me, please? I'm confused. Baby, she asking for your help. Um, I'm for it and against it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, one, well, see, I talk a whole lot of shit, but when it comes down to it, I like to be in my bed with my husband, or going to sleep with my husband, waking up with my husband. So there's a couple of times like me and Sam are like, "Oh, we're gonna go to Vegas," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. I happened to break my foot that time, <laughs> so I couldn't go. But part of me was like, "I want to go, I want to go," and then. The closer they got to it, and she's like, you want to go? And I was like, no, one, because my foot was still mm -hmm. trying to heal. And then um, I thought about my past. Like, I'm going to be all the way in Vegas. My husband's going to be all the way at home. And I like to, you know, at the end of the night, be together. And I know myself pretty well. I am a big-ass baby. <laughs> no. I'm a big-ass baby when it comes to, like, if I want something a certain way, I want it in that moment, and you make sure that it, that it happens for me as far as, like, whatever it may be. I have a headache. I need to lay down or whatever, like, you know, uh, this or that. But, like, a couple of times when we were apart, right, like my uh, bachelor bachelorette party, mm -hmm. we were separate that night, and I called you, like, it's just I, I want to see you. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you're like, I'll see you tomorrow. You're fine. Another time I was out with your sisters we're, for her birthday, and, and Alicia was there with me, and, like, we had a great time. But at the end of the night, I was like, babe, pick me up. And you're like, Alicia's with you. You can't leave her there with them. I said, she'll be fine. That was Pick fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she'll be fine. Pick me up. I want to come home. I want to be with you. So I already know, like, I will, like, maybe a day or so. But, like, a whole trip, multi like, four or five days? Mm -mm. I don't know about that. I don't know. I would already book my flight on the second day. I would like. We got a bungalow over here, baby. Come on. I would like for us to all go. And then kind of the girl do their thing like we did when we went to Vegas. The girls went out dancing, hanging yeah. out. We had a great time. And then at the end of the night, we met up with you guys. And then, you know, and in the night, how we should be ending the night. So yeah. I like that kind of thing. As, but I know there's a lot of women who prefer to just have girls nights or girl trips. But uh, it's not for me. I don't think I like something like that. You, I know you, you've left <laughs> a couple of times with your guys. And you're just like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna throw him under the bus like that, but we here now, right? Fuck it. Hey. The Las Vegas trip, I was Just like, Just as far as like being away, not that they weren't good company, not that you didn't have a great time because you do, but you're like that. I just want to go home now. Like I want to see you. I want to be with you. So I think that's a healthy thing to have in a relationship. It is too much togetherness. Is bad. Yeah, it's bad. Too much separation is also bad. But just the right amount mm -hmm. works out because. I, I agree. I've never had like a for like the bachelor party was a guy's trip, but it was like surrounded around me. And, and at a certain point, it's like, eh, 
Like it's different. Like it's it. The intention is going out and and going out and doing things. And to me, it was like I would rather if I'm gonna do a guys trip, maybe three or four people. Then I'm like, yo, let's do it in like good weather. And to me, it's like let's go to Tahoe, where we could hop in the water, chill, get something close, and like kick it, relax, quiet. Yeah. Rather than go out, party, party, party. As much as I think I'm down to do that shit, I'm old as fuck. Like we have like one night in us, and yeah. then after that, we we need to go home. I'd be like Matthew, it's nine thirty. Can you tell people to leave? <laughs> I'll be on that hype. Right. So, but I mean, uh, I think guys trips and girls trips are important to go reset, like chill with your with your with your with your people, and then absence, you know, makes the heart grow fonder. They say so. Then you come home and it's like extra lovey dovey. But right, we but can't, we can't do. She distance. also the chick on the clip sound like you know she is a particular type of woman. Her husband. And her probably do a lot of things together. Yeah. Um, and like she said, she has no friends. So that probably also plays another factor of like, why would I want to spend time with? I, I don't know. I just one night's good. As, go one night and hang out with your girls and have a good night and then go home the next night or go home that same night. Get an Uber, have him pick you up or something. Yeah. But multiple. I don't know. Just may, maybe later in life, but not right now. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah. But the distance apart from each other, I'm not with it because there's no. Oh, we could we can go fix that. Right. Like, I can't go pick you up if you're. Oh, that's, that's kind of like you're i worry about what you're i mean it isn't even like you don't want me to do something because you think i'm gonna not be safe or whatever but you're just like you, you just gotta be in your you who know took, who took her cell phone to the bed and plugged it in you know I mean? yeah who, who grabbed her, her water <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? like, uh, but that chick also sound like she's like oh, i like to be taking care of i yeah. open my door and pay for my you know you ain't sending her 30 dollars for lunch oh hell you better no. drop her a couple hundred <laughs> she, <laughs> she ain't, sound she like, ain't asking for lunch she, sound like she said, i want a meal prep block you <laughs> give me february you know what i mean <laughs> All in all, I mean, I agree with you 100%. And that's just, that's a testament to a good relationship, honestly. I don't think that yeah, there's anything wrong with that. a certain type of relationship, too. There's people who can go days and days without seeing each other and be perfectly fine and, and happy with it. And you see them together and they're just perfectly fine and happy. Um, and they're probably more independent people. Yeah. I am not a very independent person like that. I am codependent. And I'm okay with that. I feel like we do codependency But well. I do have independence in me. When we're beefing, like when we're arguing <laughs> and you're on that side of the house and I'm on this side of the house, I felt pretty independent. The last time I caught myself trying to be independent, it was a storm outside. <laughs> and I was in this garage like, no, I'm standing my ground. Then I heard the front garage door hitting against the fucking against the foundation. I heard these little doors behind me making noise and it was cold as hell. I'm like, how do I get a draft in here? I'm like, nah. She you ran to, up in the in the house and cuddled up with me. Yeah, I so said she gonna have to sleep next to me, Matt. I don't give a fuck. You even, <laughs> yeah. Trans, full transparency. You thought that the, the the lockage of the door was gonna keep me out. And then so that's great. So I, was I did. Like, uh, I did post a question on my Instagram earlier, and just kind of curious for like my own curiosity. Yeah. And um, wanting to know like how often do you argue with your significant other, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your your whoever, your person in your life. Because I find it interesting. I find it very interesting when there's people who like, oh, we don't argue at all. And I'm like, that's not healthy. No. To not argue at all. Like, you see, I see everything. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've seen, like, uh, certain influencers who are like, oh, yeah, my, you know, which, again, they could just be full of shit. But even people I know are just like, oh, no. And then I have people who, like, oh, a couple times a week, a couple times a month, you know. A couple times a month, that's good. Yeah. To have a good, healthy argument I'm not talking about like violence arguments. I'm talking about like you're in a bad relationship. I'm talking about just like routine, no violence ever. Routine, just argument. Like like, uh, you left 
your clothes all over the bed. Like, what the heck? Like, dude, like, don't, you know what I mean? Just simple things like that. Or, or even an argument where you don't see eye to eye and you have to, you know, separate a little bit. And people are like, oh, once or twice or a lot in the beginning and not so much now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you work through your things. Um, how many, I don't know, what do we argue like? It depends on the week. We don't have many stand your ground arguments. We have like the routine. The shit just builds and eventually you're like, fuck. You know what I mean? We have more brief like tiffs, I would say, than what I would classify as like a stand on business type of argument. That's very few and far between. And when it gets to that point, I feel like we both have a healthy amount of tolerance as far as, okay, whatever it is, I'm going to let you know and I'm going to vocalize that I wasn't a fan of that shit, but it's also not a deal breaker. It's more so I'm going to communicate with you now and how, how you move forward is going to determine right overall. Like more often than not, you're like, Hey, this isn't, you know, we've had, this is the second, you know, you dropped one episode and another episode too close. Like as far as whenever I, I will show my ass on some yeah. dumb shit, and when you vocalize that to me, I understand the importance of who I'm with and what your feelings mean to me and how I should, you know, take all that in consideration. So if I'm not receptive to that, it's a problem with me because I know for you to you even so, okay. even vocalize it, I got to I got to understand and, and move accordingly. Do you think it's OK to not maybe see eye to eye on something? Of course. OK. But not in certain ways to where it, it doesn't. Where you don't factor in somebody else's feelings. Right. There's, you can't tell me how to feel about a certain type of thing, and I can't tell you how to feel about a certain type of thing, but if your feelings matter to me, then your, your, the way you surmise the situation should be more important than my need to react in how I feel. And I fall short in that more often than not, not in major things, right. but as far as like in the moment type of shit, I'm the type of person to where I, unfortunately, I'm not a get the last word person, that's you. That's I you. I just said I am. My bad. Raise my hand and everything. But with <laughs> me, I have to say something. And it's never constructive. Because it's always, it's always, <laughs> I'm like fucking. Because you say something to me and I'm looking at you like, make that make sense. No, I say, I say it to the room like I'm being followed, like Truman TV or whatever, the Truman show. <laughs> like, I feel like I got to narrate. You know what I mean? I, I do stupid shit like that. We've yeah. talked about it. You have some puff. And you'd be thrown fits. Yeah, I guess. You know what but I, mean? I feel like I think in a healthy relationship, there's going to be arguments no matter what. Right. Yeah. Whether it's once a month, once every few months, once a week. But as long as they're like fair, respectful and calm and productive. Right. You, you get something out of it. I think it's perfectly fine because sometimes we argue and I'm actually happy that we did argue about something because I had to get out there. And then I feel better afterward. We both do yeah. we come together. Neither one of us are pushovers. Neither one of us are going are going to compromise our our feelings or our beliefs on shit, and I think that's why you may get into those head button situations more often because we're both stubborn to an extent, but in a healthy way. Right. If you didn't vocalize and if you weren't like strong in in your stance, I don't think that I would be able to love you the way that I do. Like I didn't. I was never raised around women who bit their tongue or. Turn the other cheek. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and if you think it's just in the service world of things, it's in life in general. Yeah, no, no, I know. So to me, like, that's what that's what I look at as, as strength. And I could never be with somebody who I feel like I could just run over. Right. Because I don't make good decisions for myself, much oh, less no, the I team. Oh, no, I stand my ground. 
<laughs> you do, and unfortunately, I pick my stances when it's the worst weather in Tracy's history and shit for the night. But all in all, babe, like there's nobody else in this world I would rather argue with, rather smile with, rather explore with, rather see new things. So at the end of the day, and, and at the beginning of the day, I'm I'm very grateful and happy for who I have, for what I have, and that's us as as totality, every individual in this home. Amen, and, baby. and back to my memories, our four our four walls and a roof, right? Like that's. Yes. That's uh, that's where the focus got to be, but obviously we were raised with enough wherewithal and enough love and enough people around us to show us the way, you know what I mean, to make those things important, and I think that's all that matters, right? Yeah, that is. But just for, just for my research, uh-huh. and I looked up and read a couple things, they say the average good amount of arguments is like six, six times a year. I'm like, oh. What what was that data done in back when they were Stepford wives and shit? Done in Google, <laughs> but oh. I'm like, wow, six. So that's like one every two months. So they ask what they want to watch and what they want to eat because we we argue about petty shit. We argue yeah. about stupid shit, but sometimes we argue about those stupid shit just because we had a bad day and we need to release that energy. And you definitely petty boop, petty white, on petty pentagrass. Uh, Petty Roosevelt Um, At the end of the day At the end of the day we come together and that's all that matters Amen We gotta appreciate each other though So Like we do right here My my wife is like you know the type of music I like You know I feel like I'm driving you crazy with it Like the listeners ain't gonna gonna, I'm like baby this is Mary AF Beep You know what I mean (laughs) But like I'm saying, man, I'm going to forever meet you halfway. And if I have to go 75% of the way one week and that's what's going to get us to where we have to go, then I'm going to do that. And you've always shown me that you're going to do the same. So I love you and I thank you. I love you too, baby. Not just for being here with me tonight on the audio recording, but for being here through it all. Through my not good. Just for now, not yeah. just for yesterday, not just for tomorrow. Amen. Acres and acres. Acres and acres. Don't fuck me up right now. <laughs> I love you, baby. I'm very happy. Um, I'm glad that we got right back to people. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. So anytime you feel like not cooking, right? We can come over here and cook up another show. Yeah. Love you. Love you too, baby. So next time, y'all find. In this case, who makes you happy? And return the favor. And make them happy. The barrage is gonna highlight y'all later. I found my mind, I'm seeing the same